After millions of years of evolution, humans have evolved to walk, move, and run barefoot. But modern, narrow, cushioned shoes have impacted foot function and are contributing to a movement-focused health crisis in the process. That's why Bebo Barefoot has designed footwear that is wide to provide natural stability, thin to enable you to feel more, and flexible to help you build your natural strength from the ground up. Studies show that foot strength increases by 60% in a matter of months just by walking around it. Feel ready to take your first steps towards a healthier, more natural lifestyle? Vivo Barefoot's online platform, Vivo Health, has courses, tools, and workshops that will help you achieve your human potential. Start your journey with Vivo Health's personalized foot assessment tool to see if Barefoot is right for you. Plus, we have a special offer for all ISSA members. Get 15% off your favorite Vivo Barefoot footwear using code ISSA15. You can also enjoy a huge 40% discount on any one Vivo Barefoot educational course of your choice with code ISSA40. Visit VivoBarefoot.com backslash ISSA today and start the journey to better foot health. Welcome to Trainers Talking Truths. This is an ISSA podcast dedicated to exploring the fitness industry and uncovering the whys and hows of personal training. To do that, we'll talk directly to the industry experts and certified trainers. We'll dig into fitness programming, business tactics, nutrition, and more. You'll even hear from current training clients who offer insight from the other side. We've got the fitness industry covered, so turn up the volume and enjoy the drive. Hello, world. Welcome back for another ISSA podcast, Trainers Talking Truths. It's your co-host here, Jenny Liebel, here with my co-host, John. This is becoming a regular thing. Mr. John Bauer, how are you? I like it. You know, I like being on these podcasts with you, uh, especially when we have some guests that uh, that I know from my past and that have had an impact on uh, my my health and fitness journey and the way that I coach. Uh, so again, always good to be with you, but also great to be here with our guests. Absolutely. Yeah, we're talking about an amazing topic, not just feet, but shoes and such as well. And I really want to get to the point, John, as we're talking today about why this matters. Like you've totally changed my mind and speaking with our guests last time he was on, like it's absolutely changed my mind the way, the way we think about footwear and our foot health. And as somebody who has had three foot surgeries all before I was in high school, shame on me. Like I just slapped my own hand. I should know better, right? There's so much more to it than these are my feet, right? Everything in our, our bodies is related to our feet. So this is, this is an important subject matter. So I'm super excited that we have him back on. Yeah, absolutely. And just to uh, kind of talk about our guest a little bit, uh, I first met our guest uh, maybe around 10 years ago or so in sunny San Diego. Uh, We were doing a a course about uh, Vivo Barefoot Running. And uh, that's when I really got to do a deep dive into not just running, to be honest with you, but uh, feet, healthy feet, how healthy feet impact a healthy body. And this was, you know, really impactful on me because a lot of people look at courses on the feet or courses on running as advanced courses, but it changed my mind to see it as truly fundamental yeah. to human health in the first place, which then leads to all the all the performance and all the cool stuff. But if we can talk about something that's fundamental to our health in the first place, that is a great conversation to have in the personal training and, and fitness space. Uh, so I'm very excited to be able to talk again with our guest, Ben LeVay-Conk. Welcome, Ben. Thank you, John. And you got the surname right. You did it well. Amazing. <laughs> nice to see you again. Nice to see you, Jenny. You as Thank well. You. So tell us, tell, remind our listeners, you've been on with us once before, but tell everybody yeah. about yourself and what brought you into fitness and ultimately to your role now. 
Yeah, cool. So I came across uh, Vivo Barefoot in 2007. I was working with their kind of uh, umbrella company, as it were. It was a company called Terraplana. And we had a few different shoe brands, but one of them were these barefoot shoes, Vivo Barefoot. And I started wearing them. And within a few weeks, my decade-long back problem, something that I thought was running in the family and going to be with me forever, got a lot better. And walking became more fun and more interesting. And so I walked more. I, you know, moved more in general. And then this was all kind of anecdotal at the time. I went from standing at trade shows and being in in pain and having terrible back pain to being able to stand at a trade show, sit down for a few minutes, stand up again and feel like I hadn't been standing all day, which to me was just awesome. And then as I learned more about the science behind it, it really blew my mind. There was a paper called Shod versus Unshod, which simply put, suggested that people that don't wear shoes in barefoot populations don't have foot problems. The more shoe people wear, the more foot problems they have. Um, there was an article actually in the New York magazine called You Walk Wrong, which you know had five fingers in there, it had Vivos in there, it had the funny MBT rocker, rocker style shoes, which, you know, are, are definitely still here. Um, but that really catapulted Vivo sales in America, you know, a lot. And we got more and more people doing sport and running in Vivos. And yeah, I was fortunate to meet a very knowledgeable biomechanist at the Born to Run book launch in London and learn a lot from him about feet and movement, um, you know, analyzed hundreds of runners within six months because everyone that had been through the, the course that John mentioned, it was a five-day course to teach running biomechanics. You had to submit case studies in order to qualify and pass through that course. And I had the, the pleasure of checking a lot of those case studies. So I saw hundreds of runners. And then at trade shows and meeting people, I analyzed thousands of feet. I mean, I think I'm, you know, somewhere in the region of 10,000 pairs of feet now and over a thousand runners, you know, 12 years later. And yeah, it's, it's a magical thing. And it's just phenomenal that where did we get to? How did we get to this stage in modern shoes where the characteristics of modern shoes are mismatched to the form and function of the human foot? And it's not just about feet. Knee osteoarthritis, for instance, has doubled in prevalence since the invention of cushioned footwear. So we're now in a position where over 50% of over 50s have got knee osteoarthritis. For sure, it's not just the shoes. It's not just the footwear. People are more sedentary today. But cushioning has the opposite effect than we think it does. It Ultimately, it increases impact forces. When we're barefoot, we tend to walk softer. We've got more information for skillful movement, and that skillful movement, of course, affects our whole body. That's posture, um, as well as foot health and strength and function. So yes, I've after after being kind of inspired by my own back pain improvement, you know, and enjoyment of walking, and when I learned to to run again, you know, I just wanted to share that with everyone, really. So I. Um, you know, did that apprenticeship and then went and worked with a medical professional with a chiropractor in New York for a year in 2013 as his kind of posture, feet and running specialist. 
And yeah, what an amazing experience. And I've been spreading that love and being a, a waiter of happy feet and a uh, you know being of service to feet ever since. Love that. Love that, Ben. Hey, thank you. Thank you for that, by the way. That is uh, some great insights. And now that we've established that you're one of the world leaders at looking at people's feet, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about some insights into what you what you started to allude to earlier. Uh, there was this video that that you, that you guys put out called Shoe Spiracy. Um, and, yeah, and you kind exactly. of alluded to it in that, you know, cushioning and, and, and some of these fancy shoes, they don't necessarily do all the good for us that they are marketed to do. So maybe you can talk to us about that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we've asked surgeons, scientists, researchers to give us a sort of percentage of what percentage of humans are born with either perfect feet or, you know, the, the blueprints for optimal functional feet and how many people are actually sort of born with dysfunctional feet. Well, it's very, very rare. Obviously, it's it's a tricky situation when people are born with foot deformities or foot issues. But the reality is 99.999% of us are born with either optimal feet or the blueprints for optimal feet. Even clog feet and things like this can be rehabbed. So why is it that up to 80% of us experience foot and or back problems? You know, it's a classic and it comes originally, I believe, from Irene Davis, who is now the president of the American College of Sports Medicine, but was a longstanding biomechanist and um, researcher scientist at Spalding National Running Center. But, you know, ultimately, if humans are born to run and we are the greatest endurance athletes on planet Earth, we can beat animals over long distances. There's a classic man versus horse race in Wales every year where which is 20 miles long and these these races go on all around the world i know they are in america as well but on a hot day you know we beat horses over 20 miles which yeah. is pretty crazy right and it's the same thing i mean you know that's the sort of slightly slower faster race sorry yeah shorter faster race i'm saying 20 miles is short compared to ultra marathons but even in the 100 mile ultra marathons then men and women even up as well like women sometimes beat men but this is the thing if we are born to run and we're the greatest endurance athletes on the planet then why is it that you know up to 80 percent of runners get injured you know the classic that i was mentioning irene davis is would it be natural for birds to get injured flying or fish to get injured swimming or kangaroos to get injured jumping no it wouldn't so what is going on you know fair question <laughs> Yeah. And and of course, again, it's not just shoes. It's definitely down to the amount that we move today. You know, we do not move as much as our ancestors. Another classic stat is that the average bone density of a hunter gatherer of our ancestors was, uh, you know, heavier than the bone density of a modern Olympic rower. So you've got the sort of average back in the day was potentially better than the best of the best today. So for sure, we need to move more. We need to be stronger. We need to be more active, you know, but why does, why are modern shoes the way they are? You know, why are they cushioned? Why do they have narrow toe boxes? Why do they have arch support? And I think much as we can rewind back to the original sort of running boom in the, I say the original, obviously the original running boom was what shaped the human body form. So we can go back hundreds of thousands, millions of years on that if we really want to look at the original running boom. Um, but the more recent times in the late 70s when, or the early 70s when 
the running boom was exported from New Zealand to America. You know, those shoes were originally completely flat, like Vivo's. So Bill mm-hmm. Bauman, who founded Nike, was also the ASICS distributor in America. And the original ASICS kind of running shoes were very thin sold. They weren't necessarily super wide in the forefoot, but they didn't have any embellishments in there. They were just there as a covering for the foot. And it was only in the 70s when more normal, just everyday people started running that they started to get Achilles issues, calf issues, because in the 70s, a lot of people, men as well as women, were walking around in platform heels with raised heels. Yeah. And because of that, they'd had issues with their Achilles shortening. So rather than them prepare their bodies and improve the range of motion in their ankles and train the elasticity in the greatest shock absorbers and elastic recoil mechanisms in the human body, the feet, the Achilles, you know, a Band-Aid was added, which is, okay, let's just chuck a little heel raise on the back of the shoe. Let's let's pamper the, the person so that they can then carry on. Um, but, you know, where does it lead? And if we take a step back and think about why were, and of course it's fashion, but why was everyone walking around in platform heels? Well, the only real functional um, justification for heels and narrow toe boxes goes all the way back to cowboy boots, right? Because with a cowboy boot, it makes sense that you would need a pointy shoe to get into the stirrups. You don't want it getting stuck going in and you don't want it to slip through. So it'd have a heel. But when those cowboy boots were originally made, you know, the pointiness started beyond the end of the foot. So they were this much longer than the person's foot rather than the pointiness being where the toes are and mangling the toes. So it's a funny situation where we end up with a lot of modern trainers that people are jumping. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And when I say trainers, I mean sneakers, as it were. Um, Athletic footwear (laughs) that people are wearing have got more in common with a cowboy boot than they have with a functional training shoe, you know? Yeah. And all the um, things you're talking about right now, Ben, are the things that I started to reconsider. I was like, that makes so much sense when it comes from somebody like you. Like, I don't know why I've never thought about stuff like this. And everything that's old is new again. So you're talking about the shoes from like the 70s and not to I'm not throwing any brands under the bus. That's not what this is about. But I'm saying no, no. because you'll probably recognize like immediately that there'll be a shoe that comes to mind. Think of like the old school New Balances that are back. I have a couple pair with that inch and a half foam sole. That's exactly what you're talking about. Right. And yes, yeah. it's bigger at the back than it is at the front, but it's thick. It's th- I, I walk in around. I feel like I'm going to roll my ankle in those. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's totally. aggressive. It's not just running coaches and, and barefoot psychos like myself who are evangelizing, <laughs> evangelizing about this. Ever since they were invented, scientists sort of warned about the detrimental effects of putting cushioning under people's feet. Now, on the one hand, you can think from a you know, it sort of makes sense. We're walking around on concrete. Therefore, it's like, oh, let's cushion that because, you know, maybe that's a, a a good thing to do. I mean, it's the same kind of philosophy as going to a dentist and the dentist saying, hey, we've been using our teeth for hundreds of thousands, millions of years. But actually, you know what? Teeth aren't meant to chew. I want you to wear a gum shield every time you eat for the rest of your life. You know, and it's like, and what would happen to our teeth if we did that? If we wore that gum shield, of course, you wouldn't load the teeth as well as they would need to be loaded. You'd end up with foot, with tooth and jaw issues. And saying that, it is actually a problem today that, you know, we could say because we're disconnected from our natural health and heritage that 
unfortunately these days not only do you know we not necessarily have decent posture and walk and run correctly but arguably we don't chew enough so our breathing mechanisms are off we don't breathe right you know we're going to the toilet wrong we're you know probably not drinking as clean enough water as we maybe ought to or getting enough nutrition so it's just like everything is challenging in modern society to live in the way that originally evolved the human body that explains the human body form isn't that crazy to think about (laughs) it is crazy to think about and you know again it's a it's a shoe spiracy right so you know and that's that's obviously a little bit sensationalist to say that we don't believe that brands out there are um, purposefully harming people sure but there's definitely an element of ignoring facts like and and not changing things there are six hundred thousand four-foot surgeries in america every year you know guess what percentage are performed on women uh 80 percent 90 so yeah even even higher now women's feet are of course not intrinsically weaker or more susceptible to injury than men's so the only difference there can be that women get you know a a a more blunt end of the shoe stick as it were than men do now just because um women get the more blunt end and there are more forefoot surgeries for women that doesn't mean that the majority of men's feet aren't suboptimal dysfunctional you know, or or certainly could be improved, you know, and even the shoe industry admits that 75% of those 600,000 four-foot surgeries are caused by shoes, but they don't do anything to change the shoes necessarily. Yeah, um, and then you, you guys know, came uh, along. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, look, and, and, and this as well, the heritage of Vivo Barefoot lies with Galahad and Asher Clark, the founders, and they are of Clark's shoes. Clark's is actually from about a mile away from where I'm stood right now in the early uh, 19th century. Um, You know, and there are adverts from the mid 19th century from 1850 of Clark's footwear where they weren't, you know, they weren't barefoot shoes by any means. They were, you know, they still had a heel, but their point was lower heel, wider toe box, better movement, stronger feet, less dysfunction even back then. So the the heritage has been around for a long time. And I think, you know, the my shoe is too tight for my foot argument has been around since the dawn of time when we first, you know, wrapped a bit of leather or, uh, you know, anything around our foot. It's just like, don't tie it too tight. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about some of the shoe styles that we should look out for that are a little bit more minimalist, barefoot style, less cushioning, et cetera, that you think would be more beneficial. What are some shoe styles that we should look out for? Welcome back for another ISSA Rapid Review. Curtis McKellar had this to say about our certified personal training course. The study at your own pace model is perfectly suited for the times we live in. Thank you, ISSA. No, Curtis, thank you. Yeah, so, I mean, a classic that has been one of the best sellers of Vivo for um, over a decade is the, actually, let's think when the Primus came, light came out, probably about, 2014, 15, I think I'm right on that. So not quite a decade, um, but this has been one of the best selling um, styles. This is a good entry level and also advanced. So it's, look, there are there are Vivo Barefoot styles for 
lifestyle day to day there's sort of mm. desert boots and you know more fashionable or let's say shoes that you can wear for for anything and walking around town there are performance styles and then within the performance styles you've got um soles that have that are more aimed at you know gym and flat surfaces so it's like formula one tires versus an off-road tire we've also <laughs> got what everything through to trail running shoes with different grips on them there's firm ground there's soft ground for mud all the way through to hiking boots and in the hiking boots there are breathable versions there are waterproof versions the breathable versions you can waterproof yourself um and yeah so there's there's the whole range of footwear in there and all of them are wide in the forefoot straight in the big toe super thin yeah, which means that they're flexible, right? So they're wide for stability and strength. The big toe can be straight where it needs to be in order to give us that additional input, that anchor for balance. They are thin, they're proprioceptive. There's a reason why gymnastics, martial arts, yoga are done barefoot, the most skillful movement disciplines, no MMA fighters fighting to the death in a pair of beefy shoes, not going to happen. They're going <laughs> to maximize we're going to maximize their proprioceptive input, um, you know, and then they're flexible and the flexibility is probably what leads to the strength gains, right? It's a use it or lose it matter. Yeah. So if we're walking in a shoe that's got, you know, very thick cushioning in it, the cushioning does the work and we don't really move our feet. When you're walking in a Vivo, you're going to get a lot more flexibility and it's that additional flexibility that is going to lead to strength gains. And the, the science on that was six months of just walking in vivos gave students at Liverpool University 60% stronger toe flexor strength. And toe flexors, big toe pinned down, of course, the other toes are important as well. We just measured the big toe because it's one of the most important. That is going to lead to improved balance as well as um, improved strength and, you know, arguably performance in terms of ability to change direction uh, in sport. So, yeah, that's a classic. And then the new one that we've got coming out, and this is one of the sort of prototypes, is the motor strength. So with this, we've got even more lateral security, I'm going to say, rather than stability, because really it's just built up a little bit more on the side so that you feel very secure doing, you know, multi-directional plyometrics. Mm -hmm. but also, this is going down very well with the powerlifting world. There's been some records broken in this already. Um, as I mentioned, Lucy Unders, I believe, has done a 320 kilo deadlift in it. I saw someone had done a 280 kilo deadlift the other day. Looking forward, we've got the Motus launch with Sophia Ellis, who holds the European deadlift record um, this Wednesday in London. So this is just, and it's it's aimed at CrossFit as well. It's got, you know, good grip on the inside of the arch there for climbing ropes. And ultimately, it's just a very robust, secure, solid style. Yeah. So even though it's not, it's not what it's aimed for, this is going to be a great skateboarding and tennis shoe as well. And yes, 705 pounds. Is that 320 kilos? Yes. Thank you for that. You're just adding in. You're like, nobody knows what a kilo is. What are you talking about kilos? <laughs> yeah, 705 pounds. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. 
Um, so yeah, we're really looking forward to seeing how this is going to go down. But I think because again, it's got a slightly thicker sole than the Primus Light, it's got more grip. People feel more stable in it. So even though the most advanced athletes out there are going to be doing all-out plyometrics in it as well, your ability and what you can do in this shoe is contingent on your feet. And and. At Vivo, we believe the greatest technology that will ever go into a shoe is the human foot. And the point of all Vivos is to enable your foot to get stronger, to function, to give you that information for skillful movement so that you can move optimally. Yeah, man, thank you for that. And you know what? Uh, if you could, just real quickly, can you give us a, a bullet-pointed list of what someone would look for if they're looking for a good barefoot shoe? Obviously, by Vivo Barefoot, but just a bullet-pointed uh, list of what they should look for as the traits of a good barefoot shoe. Yeah, I mean, look, ultimately, wide, thin, flexible. So wide for stability and strength, thin for proprioceptive feedback to give you that information so that you can move skillfully and flexible so it's not altering the natural movement and the natural function of the foot. It's allowing the foot to move as much as it would do, and that brings on the strength. Got it, got so, it. Wide, thin, and flexible. Thank you. That, that wide, definitely wide, makes thin, it easy. and flexible. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and and yeah, there's there's obviously other barefoot brands out there, and and there's deviations on those things. And certainly the true barefoot brands, and there are a few of them, type, do their best to stick to those principles. The when you've got sort of more normal shoe brands, and again, we're not bashing, but there's a difference in philosophy between let's get as barefoot as possible and get as close to that, rather than let's just take a little bit of the stuff out of this normal trainer that we've got here, this sneaker. Yeah. So maybe a bit less arch support, a bit less, um, you know, maybe a slightly wider toe box, but not necessarily widest, wider at the toes, only wider at the metatarsal heads, balls, as it were. Um, and yeah, what I was going to say before, when I mentioned about the, you know, it's not just us that's promoting this. The American College of Sports Medicine in their position paper on footwear is also recommending avoiding a high heel to toe drop, you know, avoid excessive cushioning, avoid in-store ball orthotics or excessive arch support. You know, and I, I pulled them up actually at the American College of Sports Medicine conference this year. I got to do a, um, a small talk on Vivo, which was awesome lovely to a room of a few hundred scientists and you know the point was what the kevin and heather vincent who are with the american college of sports medicine you know what they didn't really add into that paper was the importance of a wide toe box and they couldn't really because it would have gone against every other shoe brand that's out there well we are hoping that they're going to update that uh position paper um and then we'll we'll see a true reflection um from science of what the key characteristics of a healthy you know a healthy footwear style is and they've got to, to work alongside the form and function of the human foot it's got to be wide thin and flexible 
That's it. I think a lot of that comes down to the education though, for the public or the people that are interested in buying. Cause we've gone so far down this path of like the form of the shoe, like not necessarily the function, the way it looks, the styles, right. The colorways, all these things. And I'm guilty of it as well. You should see my ridiculous sneaker connect collection. And I'm also wearing air maxes right now. You'd be so disappointed, Ben. They have like an inch you know and a half what? You know, knee, sur- knee surgeries went up when their maxes yeah. came out. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's about education. And speaking of education, we partner, we're an education company. You guys are partially an education company as well. And you guys have the Absolutely. Vivo Health online platform. Can you tell us a little bit about that as far as the education for people who are interested in really just, not just hearing about the shoe spiracy and things like that, like who want to learn about it and what kind of yep. courses you guys offer? Yeah, totally. So on the Vivo Health platform, we launched it about 18 months ago with a Barefoot Fundamentals course that is seven steps on how to regenerate your feet, posture, movement skill. That's aimed at our customers. Um, There's also a Barefoot Movement Coaching course, which has a similar um, practicals, a little bit more in depth, but a huge amount of science that backs up the, the why. So that one's aimed at personal trainers and medical professionals, really any people who are interested in knowing more about feet, footwear, natural movement. But then we've moved into, you know, because really the true point of Vivo is to reconnect people with themselves. Yes, you're reconnecting with your feet. Your feet can fill the floor, but then you reconnect with yourself. So actually then we, we kind of think about the broader picture of natural health and intrinsic health. So we now have breath work in there. There's an oxygen advantage course with David Jackson, um, Jacko, founder of the School of Calisthenics in the UK, ex-professional rugby player. Um, There is a natural health course, which is an insight into natural health and intrinsic medicine with Dr. Zach Bush, who's phenomenal. You know, thoroughly investigate, investing it, Thoroughly recommend investigating him further. If you haven't listened to any of his podcasts, please do. Zach Bush, amazing man. Now we've also got um, a calisthenics course with um, Juan Lopez, who founded Calisium in the UK. We've also got a natural movement course with Phase 6, as well as a running biomechanics course. If you want to get your running technique checked out, you can do that with um, either myself or Coach Dex in the States. So yeah, we really wanted a platform that covers everything to do with natural health. And we are going to be launching an on-demand service as well. So, you know, a subscription base next year. And we're currently in the process of getting all that content together and thinking about how we're going to keep creating more content with, and this is it, we've got hundreds of very active content creating ambassadors in the States. We've got thousands of trainers and medical professionals now, as well as you know hundreds of thousands of people who are sharing that love of reconnecting with their feet, with their friends and family and clients. Um, you know, and that's the amazing thing that Vivo is growing still 40% year on year. Um, even though we've been around, you know, for a little over 10 years as a standalone company, but even longer than that, um, you know, as it's, it's, uh, as an incubator, as it were. And that's, that's very much what draws me to, uh, to Vivo Barefoot and, and, and staying with Vivo Barefoot all these years is it's not just a shoe company. It's about trying to teach people and teach coaches out there how to be healthier humans. And I think that's a great goal for, for any company to have. 
Um, so, yeah. so thank you for that. And, and I'm, I'm in the middle of a few of the courses, by the way, and Zach Bush is great. That is a, a great course so far. Um, yeah. Sorry, one thing ahead. to just mention, John, because without, without um, you know, 19 billion pairs of shoes go into landfill every year. So the other thing that Vivo are, you know, we believe the healthiest technology to ever go into a shoe is the human foot. So we're about regenerating feet. We're about regenerating people and their natural movement and about regenerating the planet as well. And that is a long-term goal. But the latest mission that we've got is 3D printed footwear. The ultimate goal will be you can scan your foot on your phone. We get a 3D rendering of that foot and you can 3D print footwear along the lines of the, in line with the shape of your foot to give you better fit and function. But it's going to be printed out of a, a mono material. This is the ultimate goal. And at the end of that product's life, when you've left, you know, a little bit of the uh, the sole on the ground, it can be sent back to us. You can grind the whole thing up and make a new pair, That's right? Awesome. So it's mi wow. truly minimizing the waste. Now, in its infancy, it's just got... 3D printed soles and then a knitted upper on it. But yeah, that's the ultimate goal. And in the meantime, we have the Revivo project where people can send their shoes back to us and we can refurbish them and give them a new life and sell them on to someone else. Yeah. Well, please do sign us up to be the testers on that 3D printing uh, when yeah. it's ready to go. There is, uh, yeah. Because we're actually just, just UK in the first instance. But when it comes to America, I will definitely, yeah, bear that in mind. Um, and and we've got a some offers for the ISSA community. Yeah. So if you go to vivobarefoot.com forward slash ISSA, there is a code on there to get 15% on the footwear or 40% off the uh, Vivo Health course of your choice. Absolutely, guys. So if, for those of you guys who are members with ISSA, meaning you're enrolled with us or you're certified through us, you guys have access to the exclusive discount section. It's also on our main website issaonline.com. And he's absolutely right. The code for the 15% off is ISSA15. Um, you'll have to log in and check the exclusive discounts for that, that bigger code, the 40% off, because I could tell you what it is, but I'm not going to. Um, you should be able to get <laughs> well that done. discount. So yeah. definitely check it out, guys. A lot of great opportunities. And if you're looking for continuing education, which uh, most of you guys should be, here you go. It's a great opportunity. Yeah, yeah. thank you for that. Uh, so, uh, so Ben, uh, you know, I feel like we can talk about this all day. Unfortunately, we don't have all day to talk about all these things. Uh, so if you could share with our listeners where people can find you, where people can find people barefoot, where people can uh, just get a little bit more involved in uh, the Vivo Health and Vivo Barefoot philosophy. Yeah, absolutely. So go to VivoBarefoot.com. That will be the gateway, the portal through to everything. You'll see one of the main drop down menus there is Vivo Health and you can have a look there. Of course, lots of stuff going on on our Instagram as well. And we're looking to, yeah, grow the YouTube offering too. But primarily head to the uh, head to the website and um, check it out. Love it. Thank you. One, actually, one of the first things you'll see on there is that simple assessment tool as well, which is just a really nice little insight into, you know, when's the last time you actually thought about your feet and the foot function? When's the last time you did some foot training? Maybe it's a good idea to think about it. Okay, well, real quick, can you tell us about that assessment tool? So it asks some basic questions. Is there anything else? What, is, what does that look like? It's, it's basic questions. It's saying, have you thought about the shape of your feet? Ultimately, compromised feet and, uh, you know, squashed big toes are in many ways the beginning of many foot problems, you know, and it's possible despite what many uh, 
for experts might like to say it's possible to regenerate feet to straighten big toes over time. So it's going to look at what's the function of your feet? How are your deep squats? The deep squat with heels on the floor, a barefoot squat is one of the best whole body kind of mobility screens. You know, it's a good insight into people's preparedness for skillful movement. It's important to be constantly working on our squats and ankle dorsiflexion, um, you know, and ultimately how much do you move? So in in the first place, it's quite a simple tool. What shape are your feet? Can you do a deep squat? Do you move a bit? Um, and that's going to direct you as to whether or not you are ready to spend time in, in vivo or you need to just take a step back and do some mobility. This is why we have that Barefoot Fundamentals course, mm. because that's going to give you the necessary instruction on what to do to improve your foot form, function and movement skill. I love it. So those of you guys who are interested in using this, not only for yourself, but with clients, there you go. The fundamentals course and the assessment tool. It's right there on their website. You can use it, but you can also send clients to it. And that'll kind of give you an idea of where to start with that person. So that's super cool. I love that. I love that you guys give them all the tools that they need. Very cool. Mm. Well, Ben, thank you so much for joining us again. This has been a blast. Yeah, it's shot by. Um, thank you. Great to see you again, Jenny and uh, John. And Thanks, ISSA, for, you know, supporting us. Absolutely. John, do you have any key takeaways or last words for our listeners today? Uh, well, well, a lot, but I'll, I'll just I'll just keep it simple. Live barefoot. I, I think it's a it's a, a good uh, not just a good hashtag, but a, a good philosophy in terms of improving overall health and all the cool stuff, too. You can improve your performance, your jumping, your quickness, all of that, too. But overall, especially when you're getting old like me, health is going to become a priority. Uh, so uh, so thank you for that, Ben, and, and definitely live barefoot. I, I agree. Um, yes. Yeah. I think it's interesting. And again, as somebody who is a diehard, like Nike sneakers, like Jordans, Air, Air Maxes, like I get it. And I, I, I've started to change my mind about this a lot, you guys, and hopefully you will too. It's not to like transform anybody. It's not a cult, right? We're not doing that, but <laughs> there are a lot of benefits to strengthening your feet. Um, and somebody, you mentioned uh, Ben that yoga and MMA and some of these other things are done barefoot. I've started doing yoga a lot more in the last year. And I can tell you, I told my friend yesterday at yoga, my feet are so much stronger, right? Coming up onto my toes after my, my bones and my feet are fused. Like we could have a whole episode on just Jenny's foot situation. Like I have screws in my feet and everything. And I used to be so afraid to put pressure, barefoot pressure on my foot, but I'll do it in yeah. a shoe. That makes zero sense to no. me <laughs> Exactly. Right? Exactly. when I want my foot to be stronger. And so like I make it a purpose, like purposefully getting on my toes and doing things like that and strengthening my feet. And so these shoes have actually made a big impact for me. So I'm super excited that John was able to introduce us to you guys. And we have a partnership with you guys because we do believe in what you're doing. And I think it's an amazing work that you guys are doing. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's amazing. Like daily, we get more and more athletes coming to us. Um, I said the Florida frontiers stupidly when I was at the American God, the Florida Panthers, right? Yes. Um, the Panthers uh, training in Bebo's. There's a bunch of teams. There's quite a few hockey teams. Um, American women's rugby are interested. The Springboks are some of the best rugby players in the world. We've got, you know, it's difficult to keep up. Some of the best tennis players as well, for sure. Yep. Exciting times. Absolutely. Well, I have a feeling, Ben, we're going to have you back again. So get ready. <laughs> I look forward to it. Awesome. Maybe we can do a deep deep dive on uh, certain foot issues or something if you'd uh, uh, if you'd like to do that. 
Yes, please. We'll get that set up as soon as we're done here. (laughs) I love that. And thank you so much again, Ben. And thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you learned some. Go check out their education. We got you a discount on purpose. Check out the exclusive discounts area of your ISSA online section. Um, But guys, thank you for listening. And as always, go out there into the world, do all the things and make good choices. We'll be talking to you soon. 